Hello, everyone, and welcome to podcast number five. This is Boomseb. In today's podcast, it is all about problem management. So challenges, whether you call them tasks, uh, tests, or things that you have to do, the goal is very simple on Boomseb, and it is about making you and me better. And yes, such as many other things in your life, exceptions will exist. So don't take every word I say for money. I've had a few people come back to me and say, oh, but Seb, you said this and then you said that. I'm here to give you tools. You make the best of it. So let it sink in. Listen to the things that I'm saying and see how it can work for you. So let's get down to it. So why am I talking about this subject? Learning to manage problems that really impact our life isn't easy. Uh, I think since childhood, most of us has been, have been drilled to focus on problems and solutions, whether they seem important or not. So you have a problem, there's a situation, take care of it, and you have to do it now. But should we? Should we absolutely see every problem or situation and then deal with them with the same level of attention or detail? And the answer is no, we shouldn't. We should address different challenges and problems and tasks with different levels of interest, different level of details, and especially different level of response time. Because not every challenge in our life has the same level of importance. And, and so they don't have the same impact on us. That's why it's extremely important to understand the problem or challenge we're facing. Uh, we need to analyze it and then we need to prioritize it. Too many times I see problems being managed with all the same level of importance and thus with the same level of effort. And this is such an underrated process um, that we often forget about it. And so we try to run our daily life as fast as efficiently as we can. But in the process with this approach, if, if by not analyzing and prioritizing, we often fail and don't even realize it. And if there's one thing that I see successful people do every day is manage problems or challenges at, uh, using different levels. Not everything is at the same level. And also they really try to understand the nature of what's required to solve that problem. So if there's one thing you can learn from this is you have to start prioritizing problems. Not everything should be at the same level. What happens to something in our home, uh, a crisis at the office, and then you have one of your parents that's sick are not all at the same level. Some things need to get done now or very soon and others can wait tomorrow. Knowing this, now let's go through how we should start, you know, managing our problems, evaluate them and put a level of priority on those challenges. But before we go on, I want to put an image in your mind. Um, as many seem to manage tasks at the same level or close to, I want you to imagine a series of shelves. So, so imagine a bookshelf in front of you. Every shelf should hold elements based on their priority. 
So the top one, the top shelf should have the most critical problems or, or tasks that you have to do. And as you go down this mental shelf, challenges become less and less important and important for different reasons. And I'll go through those right after. So if there's one critical point about problem management, it's about getting organized. So if the image of the bookshelf in front of you is, is not something you, you hold dearly, find something else, but get organized. Problem management is about understanding, knowing who needs to be involved and what are the triggers and who does what, uh, time scales. And we'll go through those later on. And this approach helps me to have a better structure of these. And I always come back to it. Remember that visualization is used by many from pro athletes to business people. Um, this is a great tool to focus. Visualizing is not only about performance. It's also about how we manage uh, things around us. And one key thing that I didn't say about the, uh, the visualization of that bookshelf in front of you with the different shelves is that the reason why I use a bookshelf is that it is of a limited size. A bookshelf, most usually, isn't 50 or 100 feet long. I mean, or, or in meters, it, it's not 10 meters or 20 meters long. There's limited space. So you can't say to yourself, okay, I can probably manage four, five, six, seven problems at the same time mentally uh, or physically, but it's limited. So don't, if, if you look at your list of priorities while managing problems and you see that there's 25 things that you have to do, you don't, or at least you shouldn't. So when I go back to that mental shelf, I always say to myself, okay, Maybe I can do these five, six, and then I need to bump the other, was, uh, the, the other ones down. Everything can't be in one. So as you go down, there's a limited number. And at some point, you get to the end of that, you know, five, six, seven scale shelf. And then you say, wow, I can't take any more. So either you get somebody on board, you get some help, or you know what? Sometimes you just drop him. And, and that's hard to do, but it's part of the process. So let's go through what I think helps us uh, be better at managing our lives and related tasks, challenges and problems. My podcast is basically a set of tools and you are the one responsible to, you know, to take those tools and use them to the best of your knowledge. And as you do, you'll get better at it. And that's a promise. So let's go through the four key elements that I think are necessary to, to better manage uh, problems, challenges and tasks. These four key elements are necessary in my mind and you can add some, uh, but I really do think that you should keep these core four around you and then, you know, mix and match and, you know, add your own and that's all good. And the same thing for the shelf image. If, if you have another image that you feel is better in your mind, go for it. Okay, so let's start. The first element that you have to take care of when you're set with a challenge is time. Time is the only thing in our life that we will never get back. Even if you're a billionaire, you cannot buy yesterday or the week before. So learn to manage it well. Give your time to important things in your life. If something is not important, do not put your time in it. As such, when you analyze a problem, your first instinct should always be about how will this impact my time, my team's time, or my company's time. There's another dimension to time that I want to talk about. As 
some problems, if you don't take care of them, they'll only get worse in time. And suddenly these can really become cumbersome. So always remember not only to prioritize the challenge, but also weigh in uh, the, the potential uh, that time will have uh, or the impact it will have on the problem. If, if you don't fix a leaking roof today, maybe things are not going to be that bad. But if you wait one more week, the whole roof is going to fall on your head. So time has different dimensions. And always remember one of my core values. Time is not only effort, but it's money and not the other way around. As time usually also impacts cost, my second component is all about the money, um, the revenues, and the types of savings we can do better managing problems and challenges. So money, we finally get there. It's very tempting to start with, with the level of, of money or monetary impact that a challenge can have uh, in what we do. But people focus way too much on that. That's why I always start with time because ultimately time is money. So when you evaluate the money aspect of a challenge, we shouldn't only uh, be talking about cost. People focused way too much on cost. You should also uh, think about revenues and how much money you can save. If you put a challenge in perspective to uh, money you could be making, this can totally impact how you're going to manage it. So if you save your time and you spend a bit more money to fix a problem, then the problem gets fixed and you can continue making money Sounds super easy, but I tell you, a lot of people don't go for that. In all, cost should always be your second concern after time. Never start with money because if you start only with money or potential savings, your management will most probably be wrong because you'll say, wow, we'll save a bunch. But if it takes four years to get there, Is that really something you should be tackling right now? Or at least should it be at that level of management or importance in your day-to-day business? So fun fact, as I said in in a few podcasts earlier, I'm very, uh, I observe people a lot. Um, So I see people doing great money. I mean, great revenues. They have this huge salary. And they'll start focusing on a problem that takes a lot of their time. And if they just paid somebody for it, whether it's, you know, 50 bucks there or you know $5,000 here, they would save so much time and they could be focusing on their revenues. So it's one thing to get interested, you know, in a challenge and do it for the fun of it. But if your day-to-day becomes managing those little or or those small value challenges compared to what you should be doing. Either you're not managing your problems well, or you know what, I got to say this, you're not working in what you should be working in. Okay, so we're starting to better cover the, 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 the key points to identify when managing problems. And, and so we've talked about time, money, savings. 
This time it's about quantity. Now, the problem you're trying to manage, is it widespread? Is it prevalent? Is it found uh, in more than one situation? Is it, does it touch more than one client? Is this something that you live many times per week or per day or per month? Or it's just something that pops up maybe once a year because you know what? Some problems that come in once a year and you're able, uh, uh, I mean, you basically know they're coming up are so much simpler to understand, even if they're very problematic and then can impact many things around you. Quantity, super important. How long is it going to take? What's the time frame of the problem? How much is it potentially going to cost or impact or save me money? And then how many of them are there? If it's one line of code that impacts 50 clients in a single fix, this situation should be on top of others. If it's one line of code that potentially fixes a problem for one of your client, maybe you should be scaled down in the priority. So it's all about managing those problems. And I'm just trying to give you those core elements as you'll see leaders and people that go further in life most usually manage their problems differently. So the thing I hate about business is that or just in business school, they don't really teach you about problem management. They they give you use cases and then you work on those and you come up with ways to attack a situation. But it doesn't really talk about, hey, in real life, would you manage this at least right away? Would you wait a few months? And you know what? It's okay sometimes to say, I'm not going to fix this problem because it comes in once a year. I'm aware it comes up. It's one or two clients that are impacted by this. I can have a manual process in place so I don't need to spend a bunch of money and put too much effort on it. And so we're getting down to the last uh, component, the fourth one, and it's something that I feel is really important and it's most usually put on the side, uh, forgotten or just not looked at. And it's the relationship of different problems together. I feel that we have the tendency to, when we're faced with a challenge, to only look at that challenge. So uh, as uh, the image I gave you earlier, the roof is leaking. Oh, the roof is leaking. The water is going to come in. The roof is leaking. The roof is potentially going to fall. What's going to happen? When a roof starts leaking, it's not only about the roof, it's the floor, the sofa that there's under it, the TVs and all the good stuff that you have around your place, for example. So it's a little bit like in the office. We were talking about a line of code earlier, but then if you don't fix that line of code, maybe it's only one client. Hey, but you know what? Maybe it's your biggest client. And so the relationship of a problem that seems not that bad maybe will go up that shelf in your mind because it's a super important client or because it's a core function in, in, in your software. And this relates to anything else. If I don't take care of this HR problem, uh, maybe it's okay individually. But if I don't take care of the situation, maybe it's going to get worse. So that resource that we're having a challenge with will impact others around them. So, you know, it's a classic story of you have one negative person, maybe individually it's not that bad. But if they start interacting with others in a team, things will get worse. So the longer you wait 
in managing that situation, it will only get worse. So then you see, we come back to time. Um, so maybe in that specific HR problem, it's not a monetary problem, but then you can set the relationship of that challenge with other types of potential challenges that are going to come after. I've seen so many times high value people and, and problem solvers fix one thing and then suddenly, boom, 10 problems in the background have been fixed. So time, money, um, how often the quantity that you see of that uh, problem, and then finally the relation. And I feel that when we bring those four core components together, we will definitely manage things differently. And it's something that you have to practice every single time I face a significant challenge. That's what I go through. I repeat to myself those four components. And sometimes, yes, I add certain things and I remove other things, but I never touch those four core components. And you know what? Identify those core components also enables me to make a much better presentation when I'm in front of a client. So I'm able to give perspective. I'm able to say, listen, this is the impact it's going to have on time and then budgets, money, and this is how often we see it. And you know what? We saw a relationship with this problem and other. So if we fix this one, maybe we'll be able to bump these other three. So in my mind, we're only creating value at this point. I'm pausing the podcast for a moment here because I think there's an important subject to bring up. It's about quick wins. Um, this is something that I've been hearing for so many years and it's super tempting. Yeah, there's a quick win and we can rapidly do this and then do that and it's going to fix a bunch of things. Be very careful about quick wins because if there's one thing that I've learned is that a quick win, a quick solution usually becomes the long-term solution. So quick wins should be done really when it's easy and it goes smooth and you're totally aware of what's going to happen. Um, so focus on what's causing the business the most pain uh, or, or your personal life for that matter. But be very careful about going for quick wins. So that was that. Let's get back to the conclusion of the podcast. So we went through the four steps, uh, four components basically to help us better manage uh, challenges and tasks. And you can use this for so many other things. So it's all about time, money, uh, quantity. So the number of times that you see something happening and the relationship between those. That's it for now. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, tell me your thoughts and comments, challenge me, and please don't forget to subscribe. You can find me on iTunes, Google Play, or just on boomsep.com. Follow me on Instagram. Thanks for listening and see you back soon.